All right, so much to talk about. Originally, we reached out to Danny Seiden, who is the CEO of the Arizona Chamber of Commerce and Industry, to talk about the Milken report that said that uh, the Valley, it said Phoenix, but it's the Phoenix Metro, the Valley has fallen out of the top 10 in top performing cities. And uh, on this show in Arizona's Morning News, Jim Rounds, the economist, said that it's a flawed report, that if you look at the specifics, Arizona is doing very well. And in order for us to keep up with what's happening, we asked Danny to join us. We've got a lot to talk about, but we're going to start there. Danny, welcome back. Can you comment on this report and tell me what you think? Yes, thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me back. And I think Jim said it well this morning. But, you know, growth metrics um, should speak for themselves, but they often don't. I've heard them referred to as like the misunderstood teenagers of of this world, you, you know, with murky intentions. You can look at metrics any way you want to get a study that says anything you want. For this one Milken study that is very flawed, it puts all of its weight in one category, so much weight in one category, and that is what's called short-term job growth. And what that means for them is they looked at 22, 21 to 22, 22 to 23, and said who had the, the biggest jumps. Now, Phoenix was so fast to recover from the pandemic because we have a diverse economy that, you know, most of our growth in short term, huge numbers were in the years prior. So in this one year, it looks like we fell all, all these spaces. But all that's happened is the rest of the country is just now catching up on their pandemic job growth, which is why you could point to almost any other study. You know, Newmark of the, the most vaulted study for commercial real estate and site selectors has us in the, you know, the top for manufacturing job growth. Lightcast, Career Cloud, CNBC, U.S. News and World Report, all top five for for workforce, for places to live, for economy. Um, but going back to Newmark, the thing that's most important, they, they are the ones who look at what is the diversification? How could they withstand a d- downturn? And they have Phoenix's very strong position to withstand a downturn. So you want good studies, I'll give you good studies. This Milken one is a little bit odd to have that bigger focus in the, the job, short-term job growth. So let's take a look at that when we talk about downturn. This morning, the stock market's reacting to the stubbornness of inflation. So we are seeing that all the indicators, the Dow, the NASDAQ, the S&P are down quite a bit. And I wouldn't say quite a bit, but over 1% so far today. So there, the concerns, obviously, no rate drops, that kind of thing. The potential of that slowing down the Arizona economy, do you see anything like that happening? Again, because we're so diversified, Mike, even if there's slowdowns in certain sectors, right, and with inflation numbers being high, and if the rates don't come down, that's going to hurt home building and construction, but that won't that won't impact manufacturing the same way. And we're so out there on advanced tech manufacturing right now, not just semiconductors, right? What, what have we had? 24 semiconductor-related companies have announced plans to expand or relocate to Arizona just this past year. That's huge news, because with that comes the chemical companies that work with them, comes the advanced packaging companies to work from. Then let's get over to electric vehicles and the battery announcements that we've had, billions and billions of dollars there. So no, I, I think our future is very bright when it comes to economic diversity. So even if we see a downturn um, in one sector, the other sectors will kind of buoy us through it. There Which, is- by the way, Mike, I have to say, just given our past conversations, this was the design of the economy for Arizona was to diversify, going back to the last great recession, right? The financial crisis hit us worse than any other state except Nevada. So we built what the ACA, the Commerce Authority, and we diversified our economy and we've been very successful. 
And I want to get to the Commerce Authority in a moment, but let's talk about some other criticisms. There has been concern, and I've heard it from multiple states, are concerned about the new the new um, regulations and the new jo- the uh, the programs that were killed in the natural gas sector, and what some of these new EPA regulations are going to do to manufacturing specifically. Arizona has been rated number one in manufacturing job growth. Is that going to be hindered by some of these policies if they're implemented? Um, Mike, absolutely. This is something we've been fighting against for, you know, since I've had this job going back decades. What will happen is you'll have one hand, the, you know, Department of Commerce, the Chips and Science Act, all these great programs designed to what? Reshore and onshore manufacturing into America. And Arizona is ground zero for that. We've been doing it. TSMC, Intel, we are making what the world needs in terms of computer chips here in Arizona now. However, the EPA is looking at air quality and other issues, and they're trying to tamp down on our ability to grow. And that's a huge problem for us because the truth is, Mike, our, our, our members, our corporations, our manufacturers, they've been reducing emissions in this country for four decades. Specifically, Arizona has been going down on what we produce here, yet our air quality has been getting worse because it's coming from somewhere else. You can scientifically track the, the ozone problem. We'll start there coming from Southeast Asia. But yet there's no mechanism in EPA or control to address that. So you can't punish our state for what is happening upstream in other countries. Now, uh, with particular matter 2.5, the standards that came out this week, they went from 12 down to nine. That is so unrealistic, Mike. We are in the desert. We are in the Southwest. This one size fits all approach does not work here. Things are different in the West. And I'll just point out, you go to UK, you go to Europe, their standards are all double digits. We're nowhere near. You're putting us at a competitive disadvantage, which, again, is so illogical because on one hand, you have commerce saying we need to reshore and onshore. And that goes from President Trump to President Biden saying the same thing. Then you have EPA saying, yeah, but I don't know how you're going to build that because we won't give you permits. So we're in kind of this fight that's coming. Multiple states have sued. I give Governor Hobbs a lot of credit. I give our congressional delegation a lot of credit. Senator Sinema, Senator Kelly working hard to get the exemptions to the clean the clean air situation. And, um, you know, we're going to find our path forward and we'll figure it out. We'll innovate our way through. Danny Seiden joining us, president and CEO of the Arizona Chamber of Commerce. Let me shift to something else. I don't know that I was prepared you guys to talk about, but I know we've discussed it before. Mining, because mining is still going to be such an important part of the future, especially if we're going to move in the direction of clean energy. I want to talk specifically about uh, the resolution copper mine. I know we've discussed it before. Is there any movement on the possibility of that mine starting production 20% of the nation's needs for 60 years is sitting in Superior, Arizona, and we haven't seen production. Are we going to see that in the near future? You know, Mike, it's a great question. I always expect to go in different directions when I talk to you, so (laughs) ready for it and and happy to discuss. So regarding Resolution Copper, you're right. It is a great uh, site, a great mine, great capabilities. Again, it's being held up by bureaucratic tape, by EPA issues, and I think you've seen both, again, a bipartisan group of, of legislators from our, our state willing to fight for that and try to push for permitting reform. And um, I, I know Senator Kelly is making this a priority. I know that uh, Congressman Wansis Gamani 
is all over this and working very hard on it. You have another mine down there too, which you didn't mention, South 32, yes. which is lo- looking like it's going to get that exemption to get through the permitting faster. So I say that, that I'll, I'll, let's talk about the positive. That's a good sign for mining in our state. If they're starting to recognize like, hey, you know what? We want to transition to electric cars and, and, and all these other um, sustainable energy. We need critical minerals to do that. Every source for critical minerals right now is being produced in countries like China, countries like Russia. So to have that produced here, some of those critical minerals, that would be a huge deal, Mike. That'd be great for economic security for our state, but economic security for the country, national security for our country as well. So this is a big deal, and it's great to have Senator Kelly and Congressman Siskamani on it. All right, so let's one last question about the Arizona Commerce Authority. We understand that some private uh, industry took up the mantle and to you know to have the entertainment and to, and to talk with CEOs during the, the WM Phoenix Open. Where does it stand with the ACA? Are there reforms that are going to happen? Is this organization going to remain viable? And are we going to see them doing the work they did that led to some of this diversification in the economy? Oh, Mike, absolutely. And I'll take it back to the Milken study, the flawed study. If, if you look, one thing that is worth noting, where all the growth is, a lot of it's the Southeast. And we've talked before, where do I see competition coming up? It's the Southeast. They all have these private public partnerships like the Commerce Authority, and they are out there working it hard to get these deals and to grow their economy. So the ACA was able to work it out with uh, the Attorney General on switching the just the CEO forum portion over to the private sector for now. I'm sure there'll be ongoing discussions there. After all, the AG does represent the ACA and should be handled privately. Um, in terms of the continuation, we just got the bill to continue the ACA out of House Appropriations Committee 14 to 2. So I feel really good about that vote. I testified. Uh, Representative Livingston's carrying that bill. He's the chair of appropriations. It was very well received, able to tell the good story. The more people learn about what the ACA does, the easier it is to vote for it. So the program will go on. The agency will go on. If you want Arizona to have a diversified growing economy, we need a, we need a well-funded and well-supported and long-continued uh, Arizona Commerce Authority. Danny, it's always great to catch up with you, and I can't wait to do it again soon. Anytime, Mike. Thank you so much. All right. That's Danny Seiden, president and CEO of the Arizona Chamber of Commerce.